And welcome everyone to episode 42 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. My name is Carlos. No, I'm not the person who usually does this. I don't know where Jeff is. I think he's busy. Um, <laughs> but I'm sitting here today with uh, Logan. Hello. Uh, with Eric. Hello. I almost called you Jeff. And with I wish the- I was Jeff. Well, we all wish we were Jeff. And uh, with Steven, who probably doesn't wish he was Jeff. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> and uh, today we went over our experience at Crunchyroll Expo. What did you guys think of the cast today? It was it was good. I think we covered everything. I'm struggling to think of anything we might have passed over. Mm, you guys yeah. have did a very uh, thorough job of describing your experiences. Right. Uh, and Steven, I, I don't think... Uh, we got to this question, but I guess we'll spoil a little of it by asking <laughs> you right here in the intro, was it worth the trip? Yeah, yeah, it was, de- it was definitely worth the trip, even though it meant me spending a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so say we all in anime fandom yep. uh, that we always spend a lot. Um, all right, so with that, uh, I warn you, I do do an ad during the show, and my sincerest apologies and uh yeah let's kick it off and get into this episode thanks guys Woo! enjoy So, uh, so you got your first uh, event SR, right, to Cuba? Yep. Uh, I didn't think I was going to get there, but I actually got there with several days to spare. Are you but, still, like, overflowing on LP? Uh, no, no. I, I think I got that taken care of in the airport lobby before I flew back home. <laughs> uh, because I was able to finally just sit down and play because I got there several hours early. Um, and Steven, what about you? Did I, I imagine you already have the Hanamaru <laughs> card? But yeah, I've, I'm working my way to the second one at the moment. So <laughs> um, yeah, it's sixty k, right? Sixty k, yeah. I'm at forty five. So yeah, I need like There's three more weeks to get there. <laughs> I'm. It's. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I tried hard once. Once, like <laughs> uh, I moved up the the speed, like the speed on normal to like what it is on hard to try and get used to it. And when I felt pretty good about that, I tried hard, and I beat the song thanks to like the number of perfect locks I got from some lucky rolls uh, and some healers. But oh boy, I did not feel like I was actually doing anything. Well, like there's 30 a, something there, misses and like forty bads. There is a a, a pretty big difference between uh, hard for Muse songs and Sif, and hard for Aqua songs. Yeah, I kind of um, just jumped straight into hard on the events. Yeah, um, and, and wow. 
I didn't get many more points than my best normal run. Let me put it that way. No. Mm. <laughs> For those but, of you who don't know, we got we 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 got uh, companion QA from our Discord into into Sif over this last. Uh, it's well, actually like two weeks more like ago. Like Love Live in general. I mean, the, yeah. the jump from <laughs> Love Live to Sif isn't terribly far. No, we we've been doing a, a watch along uh, where we we just sync up the times and we'll watch it together and and comment on shit as we're watching it, uh, which is actually kind of fun. I've I've done watch alongs before where we use like really iffy programs that sometimes work and sometimes don't. Mm-hmm. I kind of think I like that that way better where you're each just watching something you know it's going to work because it's on your computer and you could just talk while you're watching um yeah yeah it's it's been fun i've been having my my uh girl rankings at the end of every episode as i get to know them (laughs) i made sure to write them down from the convention so i just put those into my my spreadsheet and i figure i can like graph it at the end See who yeah. floats where. Speaking of the convention, that was pretty much like the theme of the convention for us was Love for Live. Us. Even though no one there else. was there was <laughs> nothing else Love Live going on at the convention. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah. Speaking of, uh, we recently ish came back from um, uh, Crunchyroll Expo. That's me, uh, Steven, and Cube. Uh, Mm-hmm. And um, we had another with us, but he's not yeah. Here. Well, we we, yeah. we did have Phil, but unfortunately, <laughs> Phil works on weekends, and Phil doesn't really have the setup to record. I think he might use a headset? Question mark. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So while we were down there, or what did you guys think of uh, of Santa Clara while you were down here? I should say. Uh, <laughs> as someone who uh was born not too far from Santa Clara. Uh, it's kind of like coming back home, except it's been like 20 years since I've been in that area. So, you know, a lot different. But like environmental-wise, it felt like like home. You mean hot as shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly how I remember it. <laughs> yeah, no, Santa Clara has changed a lot in the, the 20 years since you've been there. I can uh, imagine. What about you, Stephen? Coming all the way over from the UK. Yeah, well, as, as someone who wasn't born near Santa Clara, <laughs> there it was hot. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. It was hotter this warm. weekend. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, I'm glad I came back there. <laughs> I was because I was moving this weekend, and yeah, it's it has been hell. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's 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 a nice area. There's there's. It doesn't seem like there's a huge amount in that area, but um, everywhere's easy to get like road-wise and transport-wise. Right, right. Well, I mean, the the area we're in is is next to a really big stadium, and yeah. you know, everything's mm-hmm. everything outside of it. There's stuff around it, but it's yeah, it's a decent distance. Not only that, but the stadium's right next to a, an amusement park, so yeah, it's it's not a great area for like I don't know like restaurants and stuff like we had to travel a little ways to get anywhere yeah there's not really walking distance food uh, less than half an hour walking distance i should say yeah like if uh, we're willing, no, if we there, want- there was there was some but yeah like it 
it was kind of a pain to get to. And like uh, as Stephen alluded to, it was hot. I no one wanted <laughs> to walk. So well, indeed, Phil wanted to walk, but no, yeah. the choice was there. <laughs> yeah, the choice was there. That's that's just been the West Coast in general these past like two weeks is just extreme. They're heat. predicting it to get over a hundred here in the Willamette Valley. But because we're so socked in by smoke, we didn't get that direct sunlight. So it only got up to like 85. <laughs> and everything just, it's just, oh, yeah, so, no, we, our air quality is so bad right now. We keep getting fire weather warnings like on our phones and stuff or and severe heat warnings on our phones. And I'm like, what is happening? Smoke wasn't too bad down in Santa Clara though. Oh, no, there wasn't, no. there wasn't any fires. I mean, so plenty of fires flying down. Yeah. Not anywhere near the Bay Area. We got lucky. It, it really could have gotten really bad. Uh, but before, I, speaking of that, you, um, uh, we actually went to the convention center. Uh, Cube came over. It was uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I got to ride in Phil's car. Yeah. Which <laughs> is a real treat. <laughs> uh, I, just, I interestingly love, enough, I just saw I, I saw in the notes what you called it. I thought that that you were talking about the plane. I'm like, I don't think I've ever no. seen a green plane before. <laughs> no, the plane was just the plane was the plane order was great. It was like an hour half, hour and a half, smooth, everything on time. Like my first plane, uh, my first airliner since like '96. It's been a long time since I've been on one. This is just a little bombardier uh, turboprop. Um. But Bombardier. Bombardier is a different thing. Um, <laughs> Thank you for clarifying <laughs> on this aviation podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> there was no bombings involved. Um, no, but uh, yeah, on the, on the way down, I flew over a whole bunch of fires. Just like some massive fires just uh, north of Shasta area. And it's... it's uh, it's interesting to see from 25,000 feet up. Let me just put it that way. Um, but yeah, when I landed, got uh, met up with Phil. And he, uh, the previous weekend, I just traded in. I just bought myself a brand new car, 2017 uh, Kia Forte. Super nice. And traded in my old 98 Jetta. So I saw Phil's car and got in. I was like, this is a 90s Jetta, isn't it? Because it's, it's like it, it, it felt very familiar, and uh, our first stoplight we got honked at, so I felt really welcome back to California. <laughs> and then We're, Phil got lost on his way to Carlos's house. Yeah, so. he's been to my house a billion times. We we hadn't moved then, and he's like, I I got lost. I'm like, how did you get lost? You've been here like a billion times. You missed like two exits, and then I had to pull up the phone and direct the guy. Because, yeah, Phil's, Phil's great. Um, <laughs> His car's great. Um, so, yeah, so uh, me, you, and Phil, we hung out uh, in my living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you introduced me and him to the first three episodes. Yeah, of first Kino's three episodes. Journey. Yeah, which is really good. I actually am planning on buying that now that uh, I have an address to send it to. Um, I recommend... Well, I can only really recommend what, like eight episodes, since I've only ever seen eight. Uh, seven? seven. I think it was yeah. seven, something like that. But uh, from what I've seen thus far, I'm pretty excited for the next season and excited it's, for the rest of the show. The quality is very even throughout. Like as a, as a series of short stories, you can pretty much watch any episodes in any order you want. Doesn't particularly matter. Um, though I think the last episode is a good 
ending place for the series. Uh, and then we we spent that night after Phil left. Uh, we turn I turned on like the Concole dub just like in the background, and we pretty much spent the rest of the evening into the night making <laughs> Weiss Schwartz decks. Uh, Love Live Weiss Schwartz decks. I should specify. Yeah, I brought all my Love Live cards down and uh, had a mini decks with them yet, so I figured it was as good a time as any to throw uh, throw one together. So we have yeah. something interesting to play with. It was it was uh it was good to learn too, like what you know is expected in those things. Um, and you guys got to meet Jackson, or you got to meet Jackson. Phil's already seen Jackson. Yeah, uh, the I, cat I, that I talked about. I saw Jackson briefly. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a scaredy cat. But I did get to pet your palms. Yeah, everyone likes the dogs. <laughs> uh. And you'll you'll be happy to know they're adjusting well to the new house. I believe it. The dogs are fine. The cat kept me up all night last night. Um, I know when we moved from California to Oregon, uh, our cat uh, also just took a long time before she was ready to embrace her new home. He wouldn't so even just, come in. We had we had to trick him into a kennel because the first day I tried to bring him home, like I tried to put him in the car, and he freaked out so much that he sh- and shed so much while he was freaking out. That he slipped out of my grasp. Like I was holding a bunch of hair and I was like, oh, that's weird. So we had to trick him into a kennel. Anyway, <laughs> off topic. Anyway. Uh, so the next day uh, we got our hotel, which was really nice. It was uh, the Hyatt, Hyatt Regency question mark? I don't know. It sounds right. They yeah. always add like these weird last Noble words. Is there a difference <laughs> between a Hyatt and a Hyatt Regency or like a Marriott and a Marriott comfort in whatever whatever i don't know anyway uh, but yeah one the, word yeah just just the hyatt we stayed at the hyatt in santa clara uh really nice hotel um i would recommend it and worst it, bathroom doors yes Can we talk about those <laughs> really quick <laughs> yes let's yeah let's get into that chip you may go ahead and like tell them what the bathroom doors were so, like so typically for a bathroom the expectation is a like a door with a lock on it, you know, <laughs> that's the that's the basic expectation of privacy in a any kind of for any kind of bathroom, I would think. Um, but this hotel room had the weirdest doors I've ever seen. It was two sliding doors that were outside of the room, so like they weren't like in wall sliding doors; they were in front of it with no latching or locking mechanism. Yeah, and at one at point they couldn't even close all the way. So like they like you'd close them and then they open back up like inch. So we decided to make a rule: if the doors are closed <laughs> or lights are on, someone's in there. Just you know, privacy. Yeah, <laughs> that was the weirdest, weird. the weirdest decision for door making. <laughs> it I've has to be more expensive than a normal door, right? Has to be. Anyway, that's not important. <laughs> I just want to get that out there. And every morning, like someone would uh, try and close them, thinking that like they, they lock shut, and like you end up slamming them, and they just bounce off each other. So yeah, they because just they can only right back up. the maximum distance they can close uh, close is the very center. So if they start off off center, you might just like pull them off center and you slam it because it has a hard stop at the middle. <laughs> so 
basically, whenever one of us went in there, there was a slamming of a door and then subsequent cursing. Sounds like a very I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I sure if any of you guys noticed this with the towels, too, but there was a towel rack in the shower, and I thought, what's terribly <laughs> counterintuitive? Why would I want wet towels? Um, so, like, because every time I, they stocked, they stocked, you know, th- new towels, they would be in the shower on the towel rack, and I'm like... I don't think the bathroom fan worked either, right? I don't remember. Uh, I don't, maybe not. I, I can't I smell, it so it didn't matter to me. Well, it's just like moving the air around. It's like when you take a shower, it's not so steamy inside. It's like, but yeah, it's not important. Yeah. Just, yeah. just uh, <laughs> so, observations. Nice room, odd shower or odd bathroom setup. Um, anyway, uh, but then we got uh, uh, Stephen. You arrived from SFO and uh, how was your flight, man, from the UK? Uh, 20 hours of travel takes its toll. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so left on Wednesday night UK time. Got there Thursday afternoon US time. Cool. Ended up being about 20, 21, 22 hours of travel. So I could have flown home and back seven times in the time it took you to get yep. over there. <laughs> <laughs> Contest. Then, yeah, there, are, there are really some decisions you kind of have a real good think about. You have a lot of time to think about it on the way. Um, <laughs> this was definitely one of them. What um, what about when you hit San Francisco? Like, what did you have? Like, did you did it take a while for you to like? Did you take a while to try and figure out Caltrans, or did you just like arrive and say, "I am so tired, fuck this, I'm taking an Uber down to Santa Clara." I think it took me about twenty minutes looking at a, a Caltrans map and then seeing all of the times on the board and not understanding a word what they were meant to be showing. And then I and then I just went. I don't care how much it costs. Just get me to the airport. Get me to the hotel from the airport. I'll find a lift, an Uber, whatever. I guess that uh, ended up. Yeah, because what Phil wasn't available because he was working. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And we didn't have a car. So. Yeah, so <laughs> we're just sitting there. That's the only option. But when we did finally, well, we all we're all. Finally together, which I think Stephen didn't you beat Phil to the the hotel room? Um, you did. Or, I did. I remember, yes, I, I think did. I texted Phil that Stephen beat, <laughs> beat you because Phil was off work for a good while before he decided <laughs> yeah. to, to head our way. Um, uh, when we were all finally together, we finally got we finally got Stephen his In and Out uh, In and Out burgers, uh, <laughs> a staple of California. So. <laughs> When you're here, you have a to have it. A staple of uh, Love Live now Oh, yeah. As well. Yeah, for sure. Aqua's got it. Yeah. You got to eat where yeah. Aqua's eats. Yeah, some Japanese idols beat me to the punch on the <laughs> <laughs> um, So what did you guys, I mean, uh, Eric, you probably had In-N-Out before, but like if way I back. I did, yeah. it was decades ago. Yeah. So what did you guys think? They're uh, good burgers. <laughs> yeah. Not great fries, were... right? Oh, no. no that fries not much to be desired. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, but that's pretty much like, what everyone says. I think for the price point, they're really good burgers. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. terms of like burgers in general, they're all right. Yeah, you're, you're not going to get a gourmet burger at a fast food joint. Yeah. But in terms of how much they cost and the fact that it's fast food, those are probably the best I've ever had. 
and I've had better fast food burgers, but they cost twice as much. I don't right. think I've ever yeah. had a fast food burger that cost more than that. Yeah. Uh, well, had one. Well, uh, or where was it? I know in Japan they have like like I've seen in their McDonald's have like gourmet burgers that you could order that like <laughs> yeah. come in their own special packaging and <laughs> like all this like it's like really nice looking too. I'm like that's from McDonald's. Mm. I know Carl's Burgers have gotten pretty expensive lately. And I've always been a big Carl's Jr. fan. Hardee's for those of you on the East Coast. Oh, right. That. I, yeah. yeah. We are, we're a, oh, oh, no, we are an international podcast. Ha <laughs> ha, we have Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> and Jokes Jorge. on you. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on, on me, self-doubt. Um, so, yeah, we had uh, some in and out. And then we finally sat down because I, I, Got you all the way through Love Live, Eric. So we we had to sit down and watch the Love Live movie, which I love. Right. It's written down in our notes. So <laughs> the Rabu <Rabu> movie. <laughs> That's how it's pronounced. That is how yeah, it's pronounced. Because <laughs> I started watching Love Live maybe about a month before we went to the convention. Because I, mm-hmm. I decided I was, I was going to start watching some of these shows that everyone else in our Discord seemed to talk about regularly. And Love Live seemed like the obvious no, first. Most of us. Seems like the obvious first one to go with. So I've never watched an idol show, period. So it was a, it was a, it was a fun show. I I definitely enjoyed it. Um, but I didn't have any access to watching the movie without buying it. So I really appreciate being able to just watch it there on television with everyone else. Yeah, I brought my copy in. I brought my um, my laptop and my external Blu-ray player in, and we watched it. Uh, a couple things of note uh, when we were sitting there. Uh, it made me laugh that uh, Eric. One of the first things he said when when you saw uh, Angelic Angel was you, were, oh. you pointed at you're like, "Are there any figures of them in those outfits?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, there are. There are prize figures of them in those outfits." Yeah, uh, I didn't actually see any of them of the ones I was looking for, but I got plenty others. Let me put it right. that way. <laughs> well, it it was until the end, towards the, the end, when, when we uh, saw Sunny Day Song. You also asked about those ones. And then after the movie, you were humming Sunny Day Song. <laughs> it's hard not to. It's, it's such a good song. And it's, I it think really I quickly is. became my favorite one of the Love Live uh, the original Love songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It, uh, what uh, without, without giving like a, a, a full anime arcade review, I guess, uh, what, would you, what would you give uh, Love, Life's, Love Live movie? Out of five, uh, our normal ratings. I think I would put it in line with the series, which I would give uh, four out of five. Okay. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> to each their own. To each their own. I mean, for sure. Like you, you, you know, it's yeah. it's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge. You're not a fanatic. Idol person at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll get you there with Aquas. Let's uh, see it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would going in, and it was easier to watch Love Live when my sister wasn't like pestering me and I'm telling her to go away. And <laughs> <laughs> we we also I think that night we did watch like what like one or two episodes of Sunshine, or was that the next night? Uh, I think we watched two episodes that night, 
Yeah. Watched three different night. Yeah. How, what episode are we on right now in Sunshine? Finished five. Okay. So, yeah. Love Live. That and that was pretty much the start of of uh, <laughs> the all gen. the Love Live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I I partly blame Steven just because that's such a big <laughs> that's such a big fandom for you. It's hard not to wear off on some of yeah. these uh, susceptible to peer pressure as I am. <laughs> uh, no, that's what Steven's great for. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it. Once once we get into once we get into the the exhibit hall and all that stuff, oh, and I can't wait! <laughs> like Stephen's the best for that. Uh, okay, so um, we went to bed uh, pretty late. late at night. Yeah, like every we, night. Well, I need to put that. Uh, you know what? I'll 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 give you that picture, uh, Logan, to put up on and the the show thingy, the show notes of the episode. But I, you got to see like we had a fridge full of beer and we we kept that thing restocked. <laughs> We we drank yeah. quite a bit. Um, so yeah, we went to bed really late that night, uh, and when we woke up the next morning, I want to say like around nine or ten. Not yeah, having nine not, because not it was early. Yeah, uh, registration like didn't open to like ten eleven. It was ten. It was ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Stephen didn't have his badge. Yeah. No- nothing else was going on too. It was just. As soon as they open, registration, like pickups, like you could pick up, I don't know, like different autograph tickets if you ordered them specifically for that thing, or you could go to the autograph line. Like those are the only things that were open. It's uh, like the VIP the and premium member and like some yeah. of those other like uh, customer service style. Uh, you could also get those, open. those bags that Crunchyroll has been like giving away at conventions recently. The ones with like shows on them. Pretty nice. Yeah, I got the... I think we all got the ancient Magus Pride one, right? It's the only choice. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're 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 all in sync on that one. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we went to oh that okay so that day the first thing we did was we went to the exhibit hall, right? Yeah, because we went to the exhibit hall and then we went to to some later panels, um, right? And I mean the the. The Santa Clara Convention Center is a lot smaller than a lot of convention centers I've been to. Like it's it this was smaller than um like I'd say a lot smaller than SoccerCon, Logan, just for reference. Oh, this is significantly smaller, but we're yeah. also they're also sharing it with another yeah, convention. Yeah, Magwest. Yeah. Uh some kind of video game music convention. Uh which mm-hmm. was like it looked pretty cool, but uh I wanted to stick to the Crunchyroll side. Right. Um, but yeah, so the, the exhibit hall wasn't that big and because of that, it was packed. <laughs> uh, there were quite a few people there. The first day it wasn't that bad because Friday, Friday's attendance numbers didn't seem as heavy as the next days, but. That's, that's, I think, usual fare for, for, uh, for right. to, to give you an idea about the size of the exhibit hall, Logan, uh, think, not this past year's SoccerCon, but the previous year when Exhibitor Hall and Artist Alley shared a, uh, shared a room. Yeah. Uh, it was about yeah, as okay. big as like the Artist Alley section. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, maybe okay. a little bit maybe it's like a little bigger than that area. There's like half of that half of that half of the size of that entire room, I would say. 
And, and quite a bit of it was okay. taken up by like they had, I mean, it, it was, you know, like a fan thing. Like they had giant inflatables that you could take pictures with, like a giant Titan head and that a giant, I don't know, that seal thing from that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Show. Um, yeah. Someone's yelling at their, at their, their <laughs> pod, at their podcast listening device right now. It's this. I'm sorry. I've never seen it. Um, and there were also, there was also room for like, what was like four cars, you know, the cars. Yeah, there were four of those decked yeah. Out. cars. Yeah. And they had like the dance floor area, uh, mm-hmm. which I think we only, there was always music playing. <laughs> yeah, there was always music playing. There was only yeah. ever people dancing on like the last day. Yeah, which is fun. <laughs> Everyone else just wanted to like get their stuff. Um, it could have it could have been like more active at points we weren't there. We weren't there a lot. True. It, it was probably more active on Saturday because I don't think we went to the exhibitor hall at all on Saturday. We were too busy. Yeah. But so that day, <laughs> that day, uh, now, you know, we'll, we'll get into the exhibitor hall uh, at the at the end here, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the exhibitor hall, and I think we even hit Artist Alley, um, we went to, or you guys went and dropped all your stuff off at the room. And I sat through about 10 minutes of um, a panel called Anime Studio Collaborations, where uh, one of the Crunchyroll, the faces of Crunchyroll, um, you guys might know his name, guy mm. with the beard who shows up on their videos. Miles. Miles, thank you. I actually should have known that because I've seen him a few times before. Um, he talked about um, different um, anime that were collaborate collaborative works uh, like Samurai X and all that stuff. It was a semi-interesting panel. I, I mean, I'd, I'd seen a lot of these before. I knew they were like collaborations. The one that really stood out to me was apparently there was a a collaboration between a Chinese company and a Japanese animation studio to make a show or a movie called, um, it was like the golden mastiff or something like that. And apparently it was, it did terrible in Chinese and Japanese box offices. And it was 100% Chinese propaganda (laughs) because it was about, it was about a Tibetan family and how happy they were. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I have to watch this movie now. <laughs> I have to watch it. Um, uh, so that was kind of interesting. And then we got into the um, the panel that you were interested in, Eric. Uh, the dubs time forgot. Yeah, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of uh, Mike Tool, who's the senior editor of Anime News Network. I managed to see him for the first time at a because usually he only does like East Coast conventions. It seemed like. Okay. Uh, and I got to see him for the first time at SoccerCon this year when he did like the worst anime of all time panel, um, which was great. Um, but this one was uh, Dubs That Time Forgot, where basically he went through uh, some pretty obscure channels to locate some pretty darn obscure English dubs that were produced overseas, mm-hmm. uh, which led to some interesting clips and uh this kind of surprising uh you know anime history stuff that i really like uh like seeing you know learn about where anime came from partially and it's just yeah that was a that was a good one especially to learn that like there was a whole series just uh dubbed in the philippines of all places um and i think the one that w- i was really interested in that that like a lot of people got a good laugh out of too was the uh, the ones that are dubbed in uh, in India in English 
So, you know, they had that really thick accent, but uh, that was, it was kind of cool to see. English. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm really curious about the decision making in, uh, for some of those of, I mean, maybe just for kids to learn English, maybe, I don't know. I can't say. <laughs> uh, and so after that one, um, was this just me and you, Steven, that went to the Junie Tyson panel? I think it was, yeah. I think Phil and me like checked out again to go do something. Something um, probably nothing nothing important, I'm sure. Yeah. So me and Steven went to the Junie Tyson panel, which Junie Tyson is a show that's coming out next season. Um and it's uh based on a story written by the guy who does the Monogatari series. Thank you. Um so uh, they had the producer and two of the voice actors there, or voice actor and voice actress there, uh, for kind of like a um, a showing of the show. They showed like a little like the PV and talking about it, and you know, like Q and A and all that kind of stuff, uh, which was kind of cool. Did you like know a whole lot about these uh, voice actors' work, Stephen? Um. So the. The only like I, I was briefly aware of them. So like the guy that was there, Shun Horie. Mm-hmm. The only reason I knew about him is because of the se- the see their series this season, um, Fast, Fast Finger, Finger First. first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew like immediately recognized his voice. Um, and the other one, uh, Hiromi Igarashi, um, from Idolmaster. Right, right, right. Um, that was the that only was- thing I, I knew her from. But I looked up her her. Uh, uh, okay i looked up her her <laughs> filmography i just remembered one of the things she's in uh and she's in quite a bit <laughs> yeah she's got a back catalog yeah she does she has and you know what? when we get to the autographed session i'll talk a little bit more about that um <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great so after that we all met up once again and uh we went to the gig hook panel <laughs> Which late at night? Yeah, it was kind of late. It was like late-ish. It was late. For, it was late for this show. Late for country roll. Just, just like heads up for all any of you. Like you know, oh boy, I can't wait for them to talk about the eighteen plus panels. There weren't any. I'm really sorry. Unfortunately, country roll was like we're not dealing with that stuff. And so Faku, like nope, and you know, J List, nope, no one was there for hentai. Um. Okay, so. Uh, yeah. So the Giga panel. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, that was at like eight o'clock at night, and it was essentially a Q and A of sorts. Like he, he kind of just a Q and A. Yeah, he he gave like information about himself and stuff like that, which was kind of interesting. What do you guys think of that one? Uh, as a as a big Giga fan, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, seeing him in person, listening to him talk about, uh various anime things though by the end kind of by the end of the whole weekend i was just very very tired of iramanga sensei <laughs> very tired <laughs> of it i just uh, kept, i could have a groan i've never seen it i'm sure it's great uh <laughs> but um i was just i was done <laughs> done with it by the end of the weekend uh he, he had a, a lot of really good Aramanga sense stories um <laughs> The the best of which was apparently, um, at AX. Yeah, 
Oh, no, that, that was that one. Oh. I, I was thinking more along the lines of, uh, for those of you who watch Gigguk, um, or, you know, I would, those of you who, do, who don't watch him, I would recommend checking him out on YouTube. Um, but for those of you who do, you know that um, uh, he has a partnership with an, like an ebook store type of deal. Um, and he asked them if they could, you know, please bring Aero Manga Sensei over to the West. And apparently, the Aero Manga Sensei um, light novel is so much, I guess, more R rated than the show is that they can't do that. Uh, so I was like, I was like, all right, now I have to read this fucking book. But yeah, <laughs> he makes a lot of references of that. He and he he did tell a story about about how he he missed out his, on his chance to get a. Aramanga Sensei Dakimakra at AX. And yeah, I could see where Eric got really sick of hearing the words Aramanga Sensei <laughs> over the weekend because Phil also really fucking loves Aramanga Sensei. So I'm sure it's great. Uh, it's funny, if nothing else. I don't think you would think it's great. Um, but yeah, I, I really like Tiguk Singh. And I love the fact that someone got him to yell tournament art because that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was you, just it was just a fun, probably one more fun Q and A's I've been to. But it kind of he kind of lends himself to that with his personality. Mm-hmm. He's pretty free and open about it, so it, it made it pretty easy to sit and oh, enjoy. One of the things that did make me laugh of like leading up to this, I had asked you, Stephen, if you watched him, and you said, "I don't really like watching people with an English accent." <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Which that kind of blew my mind because, like, ah, oh, that makes sense. You won't, you probably want to hear someone with an American, like, kind of <laughs> the way yeah, we it talk. Just, it just feels much more comfortable listening to American accents than listening to your own, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> where it was like a lot of a lot of Americans like love listening to British accents because, like, oh, they sound really smart. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely bust that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, Friday night we, oh, what did we do that night? I think that was the night we uh, just kind of sat around drinking and and we might have played a game of Boy Schwartz, but I'm pretty sure that was Saturday. Yeah, I think that was Saturday. I think think Friday night all we did was we drank and we watched like Ichan videos on youtube and like mxc watching some of the PUBG tournament oh we did we watch some, some of, the, of that the, the player knows battleground tournament which was really cool over the course of the weekend i think we caught most of the matches i think we watched all of it we just we yeah. kind of glazed over the first person one though right the lights keep going out in this office and it's really worrying <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fine <laughs> uh, oh yeah for uh, if if i didn't mention this in the intro um uh, i'm i'm recording out of a out of an office building because I don't have internet at my new house. So I apologize <laughs> if there's like an echo or if you hear a murder or I don't know what happens here. Um, so uh, if you hear a murder, you didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, so we went to bed on Friday and we woke up the next day because, okay, so we, we went to the autograph line on Friday. But the way they had it set up, you could only get autograph tickets for the day that autograph was, was, you know, happening. And since everything we wanted, all the autographs we wanted were on Saturday, we had to wake up really effing early in the morning to get 
the autograph tickets we wanted. Um, right. I thought this was a pretty creative way of dealing with the way autograph lines work at conventions. Because mm-hmm. normally it's just first come, first serve. You get a long line. Um, and they cap it and everyone's disappointed. Right. Like at SoccerCon, there was a autograph that I ended up not getting because you know, the line was just too long. And I wasn't 100% sure that I was, I was actually going to be able to get it. So I had to make the decision to leave. Um, but here, uh, they have X number of tickets, and that's how many people like the person can sign autographs for in the time period they're allotted. So if you get a ticket, you're guaranteed an autograph, no matter what, mm-hmm. as long as you're there. Obviously, you know. Um, so I thought that was a really cool idea, and I think that's how I prefer it after doing it. After kind of doing autographs both ways. For sure. And and the way they do it too, like, because you have to get autograph tickets uh, at AX too, right, uh, Stephen? Yeah, yeah, you do. So, but at AX, people will wait in line at four in the damn morning yeah. the day those tickets are going out. So, but with, with Crunchyroll Expo, the way they did it was um, uh, the line for like you know when you had your ticket and when it was time for the autographs to start being signed the line they wouldn't allow a line to form until like i don't know like what like 20 half an hour yeah, hour it wasn't, half it, an wasn't hour, a long, yeah. it wasn't that long uh so you knew generally when to be there now this wasn't to say that a line didn't form outside of the autograph area but sure um at the very least you knew you know you you were probably going to be able to get your autograph in a decent amount of time if you were there an hour, 30-ish minutes beforehand. Right. Um, and, and from there, uh, we went to the Keiichi Sigsawa panel, uh, which is the one of the reasons you were there, Eric. Uh, this ended up, like, uh, throwback. Kino's Journey is one of my all-time favorite anime. I think it's a masterpiece. And uh, it's one of the first anime DVDs I've ever owned. And uh, when I heard that KT6 Hour is going to be at this little expo, I got really excited for multiple reasons. Uh, one, you know, he's creator of my favorite stories. And two, we're getting another season. Uh was it 14 years after the original and uh i can't be too much more excited i've got reservations of course but uh uh, i i can't believe that he came to crunchyroll expo (laughs) i was thrilled right um yeah no and, and he he was seemed pretty excited uh that he was getting a second season as well um and we did learn some pretty revealing things, though. Yes, yes, we did. Uh, unfortunately, when so like during the Q and A session, someone asked, "When are these um, light novels? Yeah, light novels. When are your light novels coming to English? Because the first one got translated, and then never again. And which the, I have the look. I don't on, you want me to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. So many years ago, Tokyo Pop picked up the license for the light novels in English. Uh, this was probably one of the earlier attempts to bring over light novels. Uh, they, re- they translated the first one and 
it was not a great translation. And I remember because my mom was when we bought it and we put in an order for the second one and it just never happened. It never came out. Um, and now I think I know why. Yeah. Uh, because he was not happy with the translation. And I think I just one more reason for me to just hate Tokyo pop. Yeah. The, the look on his face uh, when the guy asked him, he's like, Oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> These yeah. books are never getting translated <laughs> we, in English. We were like pretty much front row. So yeah. It's pretty easy to see. It's like, yeah, that's just, it's, it's really unfortunate because there's 17, was it more than that? 19 volumes, something like that. And, um, and we'll just, we're just probably never going to see it unless someone can convince him otherwise. Hopefully, I, Yen Press did such a good job. Maybe they can convince him. But I just can't be optimistic at all about it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe if the if this the next season of the anime does really well, but right. um, that, that's depending on quite a bit. We also have that weird section in the middle where he uh, spoke really good English for like three minutes. Oh yeah, he well he apparently <laughs> was a student uh, here for in like the seven states years. for a little yeah for a little bit. Um. And he when when I went and got his autograph, he spoke English to me. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah, yeah. So uh, I I liked it. And then I think, yeah, you and Phil went to either Artist Alley or that was one of the times you you went back to the room. Um, and we went back and forth a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I was so close. I stayed at at the the convention center pretty much this whole day. Um, that's when me and you, Stephen, went and got Junie Tyson autographs. Yeah. Um, nothing really of note there. We I pretty much just got a, like I wanted to get uh some Idolmaster stuff to get signed there, but everything they had like they didn't really just have uh, her character, um, and so I just I just got like the poster of the Junie Tyson poster and had them both sign it. Uh, and for their part, they were pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I, I told yeah. I. I got to tell her that, you know, hey, I, I saw you at uh, Annie Song World Matsuri when you were, you know, doing the Idolmaster Cinderella Girls thing. And she was pretty cool about that. But uh, the other, the guy, I I, I haven't seen Fastest Finger first. So I was just like, oh, can't wait to see who, the show. Who is he in Fastest Finger? He's the, he's the main character I mean, in Koshiyama. Yeah. Okay. He's also okay. apparently in uh, Idolmaster Other M. Yeah. Uh, which I looked that up uh, because, or uh, was it? No, I was... I was watching Aqua's like videos, like Nico Namas, and in the you might also like there was the Idolmaster Other M, like like I guess like an advertisement for the Blu-ray box for their concert. I'm like, oh, dude, idols. Okay, so this is gonna be like Korean Korean boy band type stuff, you know? Like, nope, they sing pretty much just like the girls do. <laughs> A lot of kira kira and stuff like that. I'm like, ha, huh, okay. <laughs> It's really weird that they wore it, dresses. It would be so. It would that, that would be. <laughs> no, but, but I was like, "Cool, dude, idol." So if you're if you're into to boy groups that sing like girl groups, then boom, other uh, Cinderella girl or Idolmaster other M. Anyway, uh, what do you think of uh, of the signing, Stephen? Yeah, it was it was good to kind of see 
like early on in the expo, kind of what the queues were going to be like for the autographs. Um, and I think it was clear to see that even if you turned up like half an hour before, you, it's not going to be long before you get an autograph. Um, right. There were no real issues with queues at all. Yeah, unless you just get there like, on time. It yeah. might be a while. Yeah. Just be there a little bit early. It's like what it was. Um, we didn't... We. We played it safe and just got it really early, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was there were a lot of Idol Master fans in that line. Oh um, yeah, tons and that, tons. I I felt bad for the uh, for the dude there because it's like they're clearly here for her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, oh. I did feel I did feel the need to say that I have watched him in Fastest Finger first because <laughs> maybe I'm the only one. Uh, <laughs> while we were in the line, I I did do a little. A little my anime list jack on both of them uh and the guy he hasn't done much i saw the two things uh help me out with the the girl's name again uh um, hiromi igarashi hiromi igarashi i looked her up <laughs> she's in a lot of stuff including probably my favorite hentai <laughs> as the main character <laughs> I I very briefly considered saying I love you in Onichichi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would have got a response. Uh, <laughs> poss- possibly a positive one. Possibly a slap in the face. <laughs> uh, yeah, she is totally Iri from the from the Onichichi series of hentai. If you haven't watched it and you're into hentai, then there you go. If you're under 18, don't fucking watch it. Don't tell your parents. I told you to watch it. Um, so yeah, she's in. She's she's my favorite character. I'm like, oh my god, it's it's Irie. <laughs> I wish I had one of my my DVDs here. Uh, there's something wrong with me. Anyway, so <laughs> we went back to the uh, uh, that no that time we did go back to the room and we waited around because the next thing up was the Keiichi Sigsawa autographs. Um, Which we did want to get there early because we had another panel that was like, what, half an hour after, after the signings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we wanted to make sure that we got there early just so we can get out of there early. We got there pretty early too. Yeah, yeah. We, we were in the first line, so. And um, a lot of the people in line I noticed uh, were just getting the poster. I just got the poster. It's a poster of the the new anime uh and he signed it uh it was like real humble about it but i could see a lot of people in the lines like like you Kube, who had something from the past and a few of them even had like the japanese light novel which i thought was pretty cool yeah that's a pretty cool idea yeah i, I just brought my dvd i mean i had it with me so that we can watch it as kind of a too full reason to have it and i just pulled out the uh the cover and he signed that and uh he was pretty surprised by it i think i don't think he was expecting to sign too many things that weren't the poster just because not a whole lot of kino's journey stuff has come out in the west or even some of his other works um don't really have english english releases the only other thing that he's done that has an english release is the anime allison and lilia Mm. which um i have started watching i got sidetracked and haven't able to get back to but uh it's an adventure story with uh, two main characters, Will and Allison, and then uh, it's 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 a fun adventure story. 
That's different vein than Kino's Journey, but still has like some overarching political themes and uh, world stuff. It's just good to see, you know, him getting some recognition. I mean, for those of you, you know, who are fans of his, like longtime fans of his, because I, I'm just coming into this, and I'm pretty stoked from what I've seen of the original show. I'm really hoping to find the novels somewhere out in space if they come to us then i plan on buying them because it seems like a really really interesting story and like i said it's it's great to see him getting the attention that you know he's been lacking in the west uh especially for those of you guys who have been around for uh, a long time right um Uh, he he definitely reacted what i brought up allison lilia to he's pretty happy that i've actually familiar something other than Kino's journey oh yeah no well that that and like everybody who asked him a question at the panel who seemed like they knew who he was talking about he seemed like incredibly grateful that they were there yeah and it was a pretty full room like eight, like 70 80 percent for his panel too. Oh. so i think that was that i don't know if you want to get it yeah that that, that brings up a point yeah like due to the attendance numbers uh the juni tyson panel on friday that me and um steven went to was damn near empty and I felt really, really bad. Yeah, it, it felt kind of embarrassing that mm-hmm. um, they brought these two fairly well-known voice actors over from Japan, and that room was empty. Yeah, just a few people. Like it was it, at AX, that would have been a full house, and no one there. I have to also wonder if that panel was on Saturday. If it'd be more, if it'd be better attended. I think. Just I because think so, so few too. people were there on Friday. Yeah. Uh, comparatively there's still a good number of people yeah on Um, on saturday uh well we were walking around we noticed quite a few just saturday badges so and you know good on you like not everyone has to be the the con goers that you know we tend to be where we're going there for all three days like we're mm -hmm. going to make a weekend out of this some people it's just like all right well you know i got some time on this day it's relatively nearby where i live so i'll head on over here but yeah, I, I did feel really bad for some of the panelists who who got that Friday or some, like, I guess there were other panels on Sunday, too. Those people, right. there was probably no one there. Well, there was, like, because there was some, like, the type of guests they had were a huge variety. So mm-hmm. it could have just been people we weren't interested in, but maybe there were the people who were there just for them. Oh, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. I, I know on Friday there were a ton of people there for uh, Adam Savage. Yeah. Um, but anyway, going back, getting back to yeah. Saturday. Um, so yeah, we, we got to the KG six hour autograph line because like really quickly, because immediately after that was the Kore Yamazaki, um, like kind of Q and a ish panel. Um, not really, uh, for those of you who don't know, she is the mangaka who creates, um, NJ Megas pride. I'm sorry. My, my mind is really effed up right now. Um, don't do drugs. I'm kidding. I don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Much. Much. Just crack. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was there with her with her editor, uh, and she answered some questions uh, on stage, you know, some pre-written questions, which was pretty cool. And then she got into one of the, possibly the coolest things I've ever seen at a panel where she was yep. actually doing a manuscript like live for all of us to watch of a chapter of ancient Megas bride. 
which was just like that blew my mind. I don't know, like, what do you guys think of that? Because <laughs> her editor is a slave driver. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I, I I got a kick out of the editor. Um, he seemed like he half the time he did like I'm joking kind of thing, uh, but how she was working on this backstage while she was waiting to come out because mm-hmm. she's got a deadline to meet. Yeah, yep. she's on vacation, but gotta keep gotta keep working. But that was so cool. That was so cool. I can't. I honestly can't wait to like that. This is a chapter that hasn't come out in Japan yet, and so we won't see it for a, a good while uh, until it it comes out. But I can't wait to see that page and just know I watched her work on that. Um, mm-hmm. And she was like, like uh, the whole time they were they were up there, uh, her and her editor were you know joking around, uh, uh, and he would. He would. He asked her, like, "Do you always spin the page around when you when you're working on it?" She's like, "Yeah, you've never seen me do this," and just like like little like quips back and forth. And he was he was definitely a really good stage presence uh, for right. her to build. And the off translator of. was good too because she she put a uh, uh, character into her translations as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I appreciate which I appreciated. Oh yeah, the yeah the the translator. She was yeah she was fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I really like that. I wasn't just uh, just simply saying their words, but trying to represent their words appropriately as well. It it was interesting to me uh, that the place they took her around uh, for her little, little vacation bit where she just got to relax and enjoy the scenery with San Jose. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like like San Jose is all right. There's some there's some touristy ish places you can go. Uh, but why not take her to San Francisco? It's not that far <laughs> it's away. Not that far away. <laughs> the love of God, let her see some cool stuff like the bridge. Or yeah, that's all we got. Never mind, just the bridge. Uh, Maybe she did. You could you could see the parks full of drug addicts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we got we got to watch her draw a manuscript, which was really awesome to see it come to life because you you see this like rough outline and she starts drawing it over it and all of a sudden what she's drawing over becomes chise and it's like that's incredible i would say she inked about half of it yeah half of the page Mm -hmm. while she was up there i mean the the cool part was was like there were you know little bits of like other faces in the in the other panels but like the one that she was drawing for us was chise and you know Mm -hmm. that's why who she said is her favorite character to draw Mm mm-hmm but also the like the most difficult, right? It was it was really cool she as well when said, she was when she was saying that like she f- actually finalizes the manuscripts in ink rather than mm-hmm. digital, which Digitally. most mangakas do at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's pretty old school like that. She and she showed us the pens too, which was pretty neat. Um, you know, this pens for this, this pens for this, and um, <laughs> when she. <laughs> When she stopped, when she finished, like, the face, and she's like, oh, man, I'm so glad I didn't mess it up. Because apparently <laughs> when she messes up faces, she, like, becomes dejected and just, like, stops wanting to draw for a while. Yeah, she said she draws faces last because if she messes it up, she doesn't want to draw it again. <laughs> and so she, yeah, <laughs> she can always fix it later. But, yeah, I... Oh, that was that was so good. That was so good. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to enjoy that. Like I, I was expecting to enjoy the panel, but I was expecting more like a Q and A fair. You know, standard standard con fair. Right. I was not expecting to watch her work, which was that was a treat. It was great. Oh, that's it. Does bring up the whole thing. Every single panel, without exception, forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they 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 were like really 
on the dot with that. Um, the guests were, for their part, uh, you know, made sure they they fell within that time limit. But Crunchyroll was like pretty strict about it. Right. Like even a uh, Mike Tool in his panel, he said, "I'm going to try and fit this one hour panel to 45 minutes. <laughs> Here we go." <laughs> you know, knowing full well that they're, you know, they they have a schedule they want to keep. And kudos mm-hmm. to them for for doing that. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, AX is is much bigger, but they could probably take a page out of that. You know. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes you got to cut it off, and it sucks, but um. You know, they should probably know what they're getting into. Uh, all right. So from there, from Kor- the Koryamazaki panel, we immediately went to uh, her autograph session. Uh, which yeah, we like was... 45 minutes in between, but yeah. Yeah. Not enough time to do anything. Yeah, no. I think we just sat and watched maybe some more PUBG, uh, the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we went and, and we all three of us had uh volume one of the manga right you guys you guys both mm-hmm. got your volume yeah okay yeah, um, yeah right just making sure i'm not misremembering and we were pretty early in there too like we were in the second line but pretty far up in the second line uh and the cool thing about this one was that Kori Yamazaki want like wanted to personalize all of them for us so she had us all write our names down in english in big block letters um and then wherever we wanted her to sign, you know, she would write our names in. So, you know, I have one addressed to me. Steven, you've got one addressed to you. Eric, you got one addressed to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Oh, I have it right here. <laughs> I'll look at it. I'd say the same, but I'm looking at a brick wall. <laughs> I, have mine, I have mine in my case. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I, need to, I need to get some of those cases now that I moved. Um, but yeah, so... It was quickly apparent... That looking at the manga, there wasn't a clearly great spot for a signature <laughs> yeah. in a really prominent yeah. place. We were we agonized over this for a good while in the line. Uh, I think the actual actually the line helper I think helped point it out like decent spots, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Except for the yeah, we 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 uh, were thinking about like because there are you know the insert pages. There's like lots of blank space. Uh, but yeah, it was the line helper who was like, well, right here in the front, there's, you know, the the title page, but the title's like way down here and kind of small, and there's all this empty white space. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I picked a different one. Oh, yeah. Where'd you, where'd you get your side? Uh, mine was at the very end of chapter one with uh, <laughs> uh, Elias telling Chise that he's going to make her. His bride, and then her surprise right. on, the <laughs> on the opposite side. Uh, because I really love that scene, and I really love them as characters. So it seemed like a really cool spot to put it. Uh, for me, who doesn't plan on displaying this, is my own like private little book. Uh, versus you guys, or at least Steven, I know. Uh, I, I haven't. Been, I haven't displayed mine yet. It's sitting up on like a, a shelf that I have in my new room. Uh, but I'll, I'll try and figure out how I'm going to display that. Uh, I, I did like the way that the, the page that I have it set up on, uh, on the, the next page is that, that really gorgeous picture of like Chise in robes and there's all the plants and all that stuff around yeah. her. It, and that's kind of like the, uh, the, 
like the image that they have for the show too is they have that image but it's all colorized right. for, for the show that's coming out uh so yeah we, we got our stuff signed we got it personalized was not expecting a personalization so that was pretty nice of her um and then we went to uh, uh a, a panel called what is an op and who was this what's hosted in by? An OP. what's in an op sorry uh, yeah Mother's Basement, who's That's a YouTuber right. that I used to watch all of his videos, um, but some of his act kind of wore on me. But what I liked about uh, he had this series called What's in an OP, where the video's like 10 to 15 minutes long, and he'll look at OP for various anime and basically talk about like hidden meanings themes, and how they relate yeah. to the show themes how basically if you know film language how sometimes you can spoil yourself on a series just by watching the op uh some have been pretty amazing that he's done it's like wow like uh i'll throw this out there the attack on titan season the second core of the first season of attack on titan uh in his video he points out spoilers for stuff that doesn't even happen until like the second season and past that. Hmm. That is in that OP if you know how and where to look. So it's a, it's a really cool series that he does. Uh, I haven't, again, I, I got a little tired of his act, but I'm still curious to see like what he would talk about in a 45 minute panel. He, um, he went over the recreators uh, opening theme, both opening themes for recreators um academia oh uh, yeah there you go the uh, boku no hero academia season like, one and like the f- all of them I don't no know no he did has. he did the the opening theme for season one and the first core of season two which i mm. love the opening theme for the second for the first core of season two um and then he he was supposed to have like a surprise one but he spoiled it for himself. It was gamers and the gamers OP is pretty great uh, because of the PUBG reference, but there's, you know, there's also all the other references. I think that, that was my favorite part of it just because he did spend time on each game that they show uh-huh. and talked about where they came from. What game are they? How weirdly specific and obscure a lot of them are. <laughs> Which, or like uh, you know. how he, he looked, he spent hours apparently <laughs> Or no, he said he's like it was like a day or so. He spent looking up which uh, visual novel it could possibly be that Karen's in in the OP when she's like standing there in like the visual novel type screen. And he said the closest he got was some obscure thing from like the early nineties. <laughs> and and he's he's just like asked the audience like if any of you guys could find this, please let me know. And like you know how many some- visual novels UIs there are out there. Based on the the like every other game has a clear uh real world version, right? Yeah. They're all based off something. So therefore, this one must be based off of something specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was like the one that he seemed like he could he just couldn't pin down. I'd, I'd of, be li- of all I'd be lying if there. I didn't say I'd spent hours since looking. <laughs> <laughs> Any luck? Nope. Damn. But I've added more visual novels to my list. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> An unintended benefit or consequence? Consequence. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was a fun panel. Uh, and then after that, we went 
hung out in the room for a little bit. And then it was time for the Clarice video concert. Essentially, they put on the cut version of a Clarice concert and uh, gave us all glow sticks, which they marketed as light sticks. So, test, test, Crunchyroll Expo, you know, fooling us <laughs> into thinking you're bringing, you know, light sticks. There's a difference. There's a difference. Um, and they, like, we essentially waved glow sticks at a television screen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was a very odd experience for me. Welcome to concerts <laughs> in Japan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> very odd experience. It, it, it for must me. have been like I, I don't think a lot of people were ready for that either because a lot of people sat down or just left. And a lot like <laughs> I looked at Steven and I told him if you can't last through a 45 minute like really quickly strung together concert you wouldn't have lasted a second at any, any song world months yeah <laughs> because those concerts there was no were, way that was only 45 minutes nope just it well okay it was like an hour or so it like the, i want to say it was like an hour hour and a half it couldn't have been an hour, hour, an hour and a half it was it was fairly short hmm uh, we'll have to look it up maybe maybe i just like that music they, too much <laughs> yeah they, they they definitely cut out a lot of the songs from the main um yeah I've, I've got i've got the blu-ray of that that concert um and they'd cut out a significant amount this kept in like the most popular ones yeah like, i know yeah they, they kept in the ones that everyone in, would recognize um right like me yeah it's uh i know two clary songs and they were both played like in the first three <laughs> so like once once they finished those like well i'm just gonna be kind of I have no idea what any of these other songs are. I kind of roll along with it. Uh, but it was good music. Right. They're yeah. really good. I wish the sound system was better, even though we were in a theater. Yeah. There were... The speakers um, were left much to be desired. <laughs> they did... Uh, like you, you could tell when people recognized the song, too, because the crowd <laughs> got much more active. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the end of the show, there was like a little video about like, like by the the members of Clarice and they were like, you know, see you next time, you know, us fans or whatever. And Steven told me some, something interesting that apparently on the Reddit or something like that, they, what was it? They, they, after any song world, Matsuri, they said something like, see you next year or something like that. Yeah. So there was. There was something going around on Reddit just after AX because uh, I think they showed the same thing, um, uh-huh. but apparently someone who was there had mentioned something about um, like "see you next year" rather than "see you next time." Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> completely unconfirmed. Oh but, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> but um, like, it started a lot of tongues wagging about AX put on some big concerts every year. Yeah, and Clarice is a big uh, anime. Yep, you know musical group. They're a so, big pool. Yeah. So maybe next year, Clarice at Any Song World Mod City. So if you're interested in that, please join us at AX. And there goes all my Those money. Glow sticks might still be glowing by then. <laughs> <laughs> Bring light sticks. Buy light sticks. Do, don't don't use glow sticks. Those things are awful. I can confirm they have <laughs> um, stopped glowing. Okay. <laughs> Just to be sure, they're safe now. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, and then, okay, so that night we went back to the hotel room where I proceeded to get my ass handed to me in Y. Schwartz. 
uh, by Kyubei, who had made himself an all Honoka deck. So, 100% Honoka. Yep. On um, the 50 cards, she's the only character who appears on all of them. No other character even has, like, a hand in any of the images. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, was a lot, a lot of, of it was a lot of if you have Honoka, like this it boosts <laughs> this Honoka up this much, or give every card named Honoka this much power. And I'm like, damn it. This is my nightmare. <laughs> um and then we we taught uh or yeah, taught Steven and, and Phil uh about why Schwartz. What'd you think of the game then? Steven? Yeah, yeah, it's good fun. I I enjoy it. I I already started collecting the cards because the cards look great. So, yep. Um, so I already had a a deck. So it was there a good way go. to right. good way to actually finally use them for their intended purpose. And we, I mean, hey. we do try and and play every now and again uh, via well via Google Hangouts and webcams. Uh, so sometimes it works better than others. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it just fits the bed. But I mean, technology. We work with what we got. Exactly. Um, so yeah, jump in with us if you're interested in Y Schwartz. We play with Concole and Love Live decks mostly, but I mean any decks welcome. I'm probably gonna try and make that Kon- make a Konosuba deck. I'd really be interested to see how a love how the members of Muse or Aquas would beat the people from Attack on Titan. <laughs> like, yeah, I like the logistics. I was- I was really considering making an all Titan deck uh-huh. to, to play against the Love Live girls because <laughs> the you know the visual in the mind uh, of just all Titans against little high school girls uh, could have been pretty entertaining. I definitely, wanna, entertaining. I, I definitely want to see all Titan versus all Hanukkah. The the. <laughs> The most entertaining thing is thinking about what if the Muse girls win and how would they have accomplished that? <laughs> well, they would have accomplished it because all of the verbiage in Vice Sports is like you're putting on a, almost like you're putting on a concert. <laughs> so you can kind of wing it that way. They're better at singing and dancing than Titans are. <laughs> most Titans. It is because, yeah, every, all the verbiage is about stages and stuff like that. It's like front stage. You know, like the, well, then, well, then how the all... hell do the Titans beat the... <laughs> <laughs> Man, they must have really been not on their game if fucking if the Titans like weird like gyrations counted like as better than that. Uh, Some of the gyrations are pretty great. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, and then uh, this was another night of, of drinking. Uh, we watched a couple episodes of Kino's Journey that night, and um, yep, yeah. Uh, Three episodes of Sunshine. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and, and a few episodes. Watched of Sunshine. All those, yep. Watched all those together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where, where, Cuba, uh, uh, you made the the observation that all of the girls in Sunshine are insane. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> uh, we were thinking about like who are the most eccentric love life characters, and I think we came out like six of the top nine would be Aquar, Aqua, yeah, Aqua, Aquars, yeah. Yeah, you're you're not, yeah. you're not you're not wrong, but they're country girls. Country girls seem to are a little bit more wild. So there you go. I also appreciated when oh, who was it? And one of the episodes actually did point out in episode when they're talking about a name, how eccentric a lot of them are, and I can't remember who it was who said that. Was it Yo? Or was it Rico? It was one of the two. Like pointing out, like if someone's how pointing out eccentric ex- everyone ex- is eccentricity, it's got to be Rico. 
Yeah, it probably was. She's she kind of is one of the few sane voices on the team. <laughs> she has her own things that I've seen so far too. So yeah, oh yeah, I, you'll see more I, in the, the next uh, couple episodes. Um, I'll be honest, playing the uh, Sif and busy only doing Sunshine songs. I really, really want to know more about Sunshine at this point. Yay! <laughs> we can help you with that. It's worked. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's worked. The brainwashing machine. I, I mean, just, I mean, watching the show worked. Um, I just, I just want a muse step up so I can actually like spend some of these love gems I'm saving. Um. All right. Just so, saying. so Sunday. Uh, Sunday was the last day. Full Saturday. Huh? That was it, right? That was a very full day. Yeah, oh yeah, Saturday. Saturday was huge. So Sunday, Sunday's last day. We didn't have to get up for what do you call it? autographs we woke up pretty damn late uh well late for me it was like what 10 9 10 i think i got up at like 9 9 30 yeah yeah it was that, that's pretty late for me uh we went to the convention center and kind of bummed around the exhibit hall real quick and we didn't go back to artist alley because we'd already been there on saturday um this was the day we kind of made our final purchases and uh, but the, the mm-hmm. big draw for that day was the screening of the first three episodes of the Ancient Magus Bride anime. Um, yep. It was like, it, it started off like the, uh, or the Corium is panel. She came out, she said a few words, and then we watched the whole thing with like maybe hour and 20-ish minutes or so of just straight anime because there was, you know, there was no... Uh, cuts away to anything. It was just like you. The only way you knew it was a new episode was there would be like a little thing on the screen that said "new title card." Yeah, new yeah. title card. There you go. Um, what do you guys think of the the anime thus far? Uh, I I was I was moved. <laughs> Wit Studio did such an amazing job with the property. And oh my gosh, I can't wait. And I'm so thrilled it's two core. Uh I mean I I teared up at the end of episode three. <laughs> that's yeah, episode such a beautiful arc. Episode three, like yeah, that that is the end of one of my favorite stories in the show. What do you think, Steven? Oh, it was it was um stunning the look of it. Um how they'd brought over the kind of the style of the the manga and represented it so well. Um, and like the story carried across, um, and it, the pacing, like compared to the manga was great as well. Like they mm-hmm. seem to have just timed it just right. Um, though it's still, I think it still was like one episode per chapter. Yeah, it was. The yeah. chapters are fairly long. Yeah. In so. Her th- chapters are pretty long though. So, I mean, it works. I think if they tried to do more than a chapter per episode, it, it would feel rushed. I'm I'm right. kind of wondering, like, because you know, um, I guess if you read the manga, kind of spoiler, since we've already told you it's about a chapter per episode. But you know, those first the first few chapters, and even like the first volume or so, it, it's pretty slow moving, gets you used to the world, that kind of stuff. When it starts to pick up in some of those more you know high intensity moments, um, I wonder how how it'll fare. Like you know the the ones where you know they're higher stakes 
something's on the line, someone's life is possibly in danger. I, you know, I don't want to give right. too much away about the story for those who, who want to watch the anime and don't uh, read the manga. Um, but there are those situations, and I'm I'm curious to see how they adapt the pacing to that kind of situation. And I want to see more Elias and other forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the uh, I think they nailed like the the lighthearted kind of comedy bits really well too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> with the kind of chibi style that uh, Chief kind of falls into. Which adds a little bit more of expression to uh, Elias's bone face. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> it, it gets hard to to know what he's thinking. So that that little those little comedy bits with his chibi skull head uh, help. Um, I can't wait to see, like I guess, kind of spoilers for characters. But I mean, in the OVAs, he's there. Ruth cannot wait to see. Ruth. Yes, um, I want to. I can't Ruth wait to so see bad. his arc. And I really, really hope that they do Silky's origins in the anime. Because Silky's origins oh, right. was one of my favorite chapters. Uh, with 20-some-odd episodes, they should be able to get there. Uh, what volume are we up to in English? Seven. Uh, so we have seven so volumes. I need to rebuy it. Thank you for reminding me. I need to rebuy my volume seven since my original was ruined. No, there's no like table. Are these chapters even marked in this book? I don't not, know if they have not really. Numbers. The only thing yeah. they're marked by is those little end cards. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just excellent screening. Uh, we didn't stick around because apparently there there was going there was a a panel. There was a there was a Q and A. Uh, oh no, we remember, did stick around for that after the screening. Yeah, yeah. we stick around for the the Q and A. Sorry. No, no, uh, it's all good. Um. And I apologize to the listeners because I again I'm in an office, so every now and again I'm listening to these guys talk, and like their voice will slow down, and I think that's because the internet's kind of shit in here. Uh, so <laughs> apologies if I keep stumbling over these guys. Um, but uh, yeah, there was a, there was a Q and A afterwards. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, I don't really remember a whole lot of the because questions. they didn't they didn't do one they didn't do one the previous day. There was no Q and A in that like audience Q and a right, right. That was just like a, a, a pre pre made like questions and answering type type thing. Right. Um, but there, I was, I was thinking there was also, we didn't stick around uh, after that. There was a, a panel or not so much a panel, but like a little activity where the guests that were still there, they had them play like, like Mar- Mario, Mario Kart, Kart or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there was another one on the first day. Like, I didn't know what it was when I saw it in the, in the, program but i'm guessing they play like a different mario game probably like with various with various guests which i think would have been fun to watch but just didn't really line up with what we were doing at the time um, and by the last day i think we were pretty well spent <laughs> yeah yeah um i mean it, definitely not as spent as you would be like for an ax because like after ax i just wanted to sleep for like a week after AX, but... just spent <laughs> after day one yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> And you look back and you're like, holy shit, there's still like six days of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we were we were pretty tired. So uh, we pretty much ended our con there. I don't think we went back to the dealer hall. Actually, no, I take that back. Uh, I went and bat- bought more Weishwarts cards. I mean, that's why we didn't go to the Mario Kart thing was because we went back and the dealer hall took a little bit longer. And it's like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just kind of go out. back to yeah. the room from there. Yeah. 
Um, and that day, uh, we hung out. I opened up a whole bunch of packs of cards uh, and just in general hung out with you guys. But unfortunately, that next day, that Monday, was my first day back at college. And I, you know, if for those of you not in college or who have never been, if you're not there the first day, they can drop you from the roster. And they sometimes, a lot of times, most all the times will. So, uh, you know, that's kind of how, that's kind of what I do for a living. So uh, I had to leave you guys there. We went to uh, to get some food and I left. So tell me what happened on Monday. Like what you guys do? Uh, not really a whole lot. Um, so we slept in quite late uh, because there's zero rush to do anything because Steve and my flight's weren't until like after 7 p.m. So we kind of had all day uh, down there. Um, so that's where we left the hotel. I think we, we went to IHOP. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one down uh, the street. For nice. for brunch? Yeah. <laughs> Lunch? It was late breakfast? It was. A, yeah. Like I had a. I had more of a lunch, and you guys, and Phil and you, Stephen, both had more breakfast. <laughs> kind of thing hmm. uh did did you guys but, just immediately from there go go back to the or go to san francisco well phil wanted to go check out the one card shop oh right the website uh well apparently they don't sell my schwartz cards um they do have like tournaments and like uh game times every week but apparently their player base largely uses japanese cards <laughs> so they didn't ever really stock english cards so like that was unfortunate for phil but the shop owner did give phil like a list of other places to try oh any of them so, any of them near him uh i'll have to ask I'll, none of them stuck to my memory uh, i'll have to ask <laughs> yeah. him uh and like, then from there to, to frisco yeah. yeah, we just kind of took that drive. Just a pretty nice drive. Uh, traffic's not very heavy at 1 p.m. on a Monday <laughs> in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's really good that you guys went at that time because it gets retarded later on. It was just so hot. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> it's, it's way hotter now. <laughs> uh, was, so, especially in that car. Then you got to go, or yeah, you went back to uh, to the UK uh, on your plane uh, with. With almost a whole row to yourself, you lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, somehow I pulled that one off. Um, I managed to get some decent space to get some sleep on the way back because, boy, did I need it. Oh, for sure. 20 hours of sleep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When did when did you end up, like, did you go straight from San Francisco to the San Jose airport, Cuba? Or? Yeah, Phil just kind of dropped me off, uh, but it gave me plenty of time to familiarize myself with how I should be doing things at a larger airport. Uh, the f- airport that I flew out of, uh, Eugene, is like a five-minute drive from my house uh. on some back roads. It's a very small uh, airport. When I flew out originally, um, when I went to like the TSA line, I was the only person in line, <laughs> just to give an idea about how crowded that airport is. Yeah. Um, well, when you say the San Jose airport is a is a bigger airport that that cues me in immediately because 
Like <laughs> the airport that <laughs> that uh, Stephen was at is huge <laughs> compared oh, yeah. to your airport. Then. Oh yeah, I'm fully aware of how moderately sized San Jose's airport <laughs> is. It's just it's giant compared to my local one. That is, you know, it's really cool to have a direct flight from here to there and that wasn't terribly expensive and very quick i mean i i wouldn't even have enough time to watch a movie basically with how short the flight is <laughs> um so i can't even imagine i can't even imagine 20 hours <laughs> uh, That's uh thankfully i also got a complimentary beer and cheese it's so that was cool nice uh and that pyramid hype of that was Hefeweizen. Our... oh Hefeweizen? nice yeah that was pretty good well I guess that was our AX. However, I know you out there listening. Crunchyroll Expo. What did I say? CX. No. You said AX. Oh, my bad. I, yeah, brain. No, it works so good. Um, I know the question that uh, that everyone's dying to ask is, what did you buy there? Um, well, uh, Cube, would you, would you care to tell the listeners all the great stuff um, you got? <laughs> so I didn't – I didn't uh, – I didn't restrain myself particularly well. <laughs> um, uh, I ended up buying five Love Live figures. <laughs> uh, four of them are prize figures because prize figures are the devil, especially when they cost like 25 bucks and they're the same size as full scale ones. Uh, but I ended up getting uh, Sunny Day Song figures of uh, Nico, Umi, and of course, Honoka, um, as well as a uh, Honoka birthday figure and uh, no brand girls Honoka, which was a last day buy because the guy had a deal like buy two Love Life figures for cheaper, and I split on Phil on one. Uh, so that was cool. I, in terms of like little things, um, I did get a Tales art book for my sister, and she really loved it. Oh, nice! Uh, I, I, best kind you of already gave book. it to her. I thought no I thought her birthday was coming up. Eh, I still here's an early birthday present. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> uh, this you know we're all adults, and so no reason to really wait. It's like I'm not going to hold on to this for another two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just go ahead and take it. Uh, what else did I get? I got like a these little uh, Akitsukaze and Amatsukaze figures. <laughs> the uh, uh, Matsukaze one was there the first day on Friday and then we walked by on Sunday the Dokitsukaze one was in the same spot for the same price so I bought that off of him too <laughs> uh, kind of sad that I missed Yuki Kaze then I could just have all three of them but uh, that's fine I got my two favorites of the three anyway um, I got like a little I think I got like a Honoka keychain and uh, a little Honoka pin for my bag um, you know, just just normal stuff. Hundred percent normal. Hundred percent normal. I did end up having to ship the figures via UPS, and thankfully the figures arrived fine. The boxes they were in are a little bit smushed, but yeah, prize, um, prize, prize figure, figure boxes, boxes are pretty sucky. Yeah. So that's kind of be expected. As long as the figures inside are in good shape, uh, I'm happy. What about you, Stephen? So I have very little restraint. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, and probably bought 
every Hanamaru thing that I saw in the whole convention. It was pretty <laughs> fantastic. Oh, I forgot to mention, I bought a ton of anime uh, sleeves. Uh, like, eight packets of sleeves. <laughs> because I've got no restraint for that kind of thing. <laughs> Using Hanamaru for some reason reminded me of that. Yeah. I don't know why. The, the lack no, of restraint. It, it was... <laughs> the lack of restraint. It was great walking uh, with Steven through the through the uh, exhibitor hall. Or hell, even artist out. Well, more so the, the exhibitor hall. And him seeing something and going, that's Hanamaru, and immediately going and picking it up. <laughs> and then immediately buying it and walking away and going, I regret this. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, displaying my very limited restraint, uh, my Hanamaru collection has doubled. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you got you only got one figure though, right? Of Hanamaru? I, I, yeah, I only got the casual wear one because I think that's the only prize figure I don't have. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be fair, the only thing that's coming out is I mean there are the figures that are coming out. Um but then there's the, like the birthday figures, but how the hell are we supposed to get those? I I have no idea. I've tried. I've tried. Yeah, I know. I I want that set too because I have the Muse birthday figures. Anyway, are they that hard to uh, get? They're, they're not. They're, they're basically distributed by, uh, oh, Denki. Uh, oh. It's the like the the uh, Denkiki Bunko that kind of brand, but yeah. they're, they're only shipping them in Japan, and you have to use like a like a proxy, proxy service, service to actually get them anywhere. I see. I've only had to do that like once or twice, and it's a of extra hoops that i'm usually willing to go through yeah yeah that's i would have to do that nine times <laughs> over the next over next year which just seems like a nightmare yeah i'm, I'm thinking one at least the hanamaru one i can pick up when i'm in japan later this year but the other ones i don't know i don't know if i can buy anything more than hanamaru stuff at the moment to be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah i it was great we we got on the last day, we got to a, a booth that was selling Love Live stuff, and you saw a Hanamaru um, wall scroll, and you yep. went and bought it, and then as we were leaving, you saw a Hanamaru, was it a pillow? It's a, it's a pillow <laughs> slash blanket. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> and you immediately walk back to buy more, or to buy that from the same stall. Yeah, I ended up clearing that stall of all Hanamaru stuff, which was about... <laughs> Which was about eight things. Um, yeah. <laughs> so for you listeners out there, I, I hung out with Steven for almost four days. <laughs> I couldn't tell you any other Love Life girls that he likes besides Hanamaru. <laughs> I actually don't know what other girls you like at he all likes Nico. besides Hanamaru. Yeah, I, I like Nico, but oh. Hanamaru, yeah. That's... <laughs> That's that's what realm this guy is. Yeah. In. <laughs> I have his, a problem with his uh, fandom, <laughs> yeah. but it's a great problem. Yeah. Uh, besides, you know, you could be addicted to heroin, but heroin goes away after a little while. You could yeah. keep the Hanamaru stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you so you got Hanamaru stuff. Um, did you get any card sleeves? I, I got some Hanamaru card sleeves. Of course you did. Um, and, <laughs> and I also got some um, 
my team romantic comedy snafu card sleeves. Oh, nice. I didn't see those ones. Yeah, there was like two different packs and I had to get the UE pack. So, that, of course. That booth did have like a lot of packs they didn't have on display. And then if you just kind of catch it at the right time, yeah. maybe you'll see something. That was my experience with them. I ended up buying like, I ended up purchasing three separate times at that booth <laughs> over the course of the three days. I ended up buying two mugs from that booth. So, <laughs> yeah, that that, that booth got a lot of our money. Yeah, because I do have their card. So, for their oh, web- let me know it. I, I was actually thinking just uh, the other day, man. I wish I'd picked up a card from them because now I'm gonna want to see what they have in stock for card sleeves. I'll I'll link it to you. I dig it out somewhere i appreciate it uh for my part i showed quite a bit more restraint in the figure side i only got one figure which is like the the lowest turnout for me in a at a convention but to be fair i was also moving like the next week so like we just got done today like moving everything over and now comes the fun part of unpacking um so the only thing i got was uh uh, in the spirit of Cube uh, getting into Love Live and his best girl, I got a Honoka figure. Um, yeah. I got a I got a fig fix uh, because if for those of you who haven't seen the the Muse fig fixes uh, are them in the cheerleader outfits like the School Idol Festival cheerleader outfits, and I fucking love those cards. So I decided I'm going to collect all of them because they're relatively cheap. Uh, and they're coming out right. right now, so I can go and pre-order the ones that aren't out yet. And Honoka is the only one that I saw at the convention, so I picked up the Honoka one, and hopefully I can get the rest of them as time progresses and have them just on display and maybe even share the pictures of the display with you, my adoring public. Because you only come here for me, not for Logan and Jeff. Logan, are you still alive? It's true. I, I'm here. <laughs> okay, good. I was worried. I just I come know. here for Jeff. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll just leave. It's cool. No, don't worry about it. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> you guys can't. I'm sorry. You guys can't hear that. <laughs> We're listening, but Logan actually left our Discord for a second there. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I come here for you, Logan. Um, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I got uh, I, I I only got a Honoka fig fix fig, uh, figure, but then I bought <laughs> I bought a pack of Love Live Sunshine like I, not a pack of Love Live Sunshine cards like a a box of packs of Love Live Sunshine cards, and then I bought a a whole box of of um uh Tankure. cards, and I actually need to get more of those because I want to make a deck like a Love Live Sunshine first year deck. And I want to see if I can make a some maybe some kind of deck centered around Ryujo for the Conquille decks. Um, but yeah, so mostly just Y Schwartz stuff because I like collecting it because the pictures are pretty. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really great at the game. <laughs> I, I for whatever reason, like I was, I was actually pretty good at Magic, but for whatever reason, Y Schwartz, like some of it eludes me. I'm gonna have to practice more. Um, there's some strategies that you employ that I find questionable that I'll need to point out to you next time you do them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, what do you call it? Like I said, I'm, I'm much more used to playing magic, the gathering. Uh, and I haven't played that. Like me and a group of friends of mine, when I was in the Navy, we would play like every Tuesday or Thursday. TJ can confirm. We used to play it all the time. 
And I love putting those decks together, but these ones, for the whatever reason, just to be fair, I've played a lot of men- of uh, trading card games in my life, and Weiss Schwartz is a weird card game with some really unique elements to oh, it. Oh, it's cool. I, I really that, dig it. It just subs a lot of uh, because yeah. I'm pretty just, new at it. It eludes you. You have to rethink some stuff that you normally would do in a card game. Just just throwing it out there. As I said, I can talk I can discuss it later. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm sure we will. As soon as I have internet back in my house, because as soon as I'm done in this <laughs> office building, I'm probably gonna go watch Blu-rays because no internet. No TV and ma- no beer make Carlo something something. Um <laughs> and then I bought a whole bunch of odds and ends. Like I got a Nico keychain, um, like buttons shit like that uh i did get a like a t-shirt like that i pre-ordered and uh logan i'm not sure if i told you this but like uh, the first day i was back at school uh, i actually was able to hand out anime arcade business cards <laughs> because yeah, people yeah, were like you did mention that yeah people were like oh you were at CrunchyCon." i'm like oh yeah and i actually do a podcast please listen um i i also picked up one of those shirts and on monday i wore it i wore it on monday mm-hmm. and multiple people commented on it like positively like oh you went to the Crunchyroll expo or like what's Crunchyroll expo it's like oh yeah it was this thing that just happened yeah. even when i was just when i was boarding <laughs> when i was boarding the plane uh the uh flight attendant who was there was like oh i wish i could have gone to that <laughs> like, cool <laughs> yeah spread the I, word i like hearing stuff like that i i would love it if if this uh convention grew um the like one thing we didn't get into artist alley, like in this convention was a lot bigger than I'm used to. And I really, really appreciated that. Um, yeah, it was really big. It was a really big artist. The, alley. the ability to Very walk around too. at almost freely. Like there were clusters. It yeah, happens in artist alley. That's true. Blood uh, class. Yeah, blood class. Essentially. Uh, but it, like it did a lot of things, right? This convention. And I'd love I'd love it if it grew more and there were more people on all three days uh, because Friday did feel quite barren. Um, and Sunday, not as much, but S- Sunday was also kids day. So, you know, a lot of parents there with their kids because, you know, that was a thing that they could bring their kids to for relatively cheap. Um, but yeah, for, for its first year, I think Crunchyroll Expo did pretty well. Um, for a first con, I would you guys think, uh, Eric? Yeah, I was pretty impressed with um, the way they ran it and like the, uh, the kind of rules that they imposed. Uh, it felt like everything was just kind of running smoothly from my point of mm-hmm. view, um, with very little staff presence overall i'd say yeah i I remember the word you used while we were there was hands off that's what it really felt like and just seemed like everything was just kind of working so kudos to crunchyful for what must be some pretty good behind the scenes work to get everything probably also helps where basically the programming time is like seven hours on saturday you know like they're not it wasn't like a long time period each day for the convention Mm. um but things seem to go pretty well uh, I think also worth noting, no opening ceremonies, no closing ceremonies, no like video viewing rooms. It wasn't like any. It wasn't that kind of convention. Yeah, it was. It was very crunchy roll, where a lot of 
the stuff they covered is like stuff that Crunchyroll has. So, which is, you know, a lot of anime. But they had a focus and I thought they focused pretty darn well on it. Right on. Uh, what do you think about it, Stephen? Hey, you, you had to travel the farthest distance <laughs> for it. Yeah, I think it was um, like my only point of reference in terms of conventions is AX. And obviously, this is a much smaller um, startup convention. Um, but I, I would say it, the only thing that was weird about it was the time of the season it was in. It was very hard for them to do any announcements or anything like that. Um, there were It was just kind of here's here's some artists here's some um japanese creators come and meet them uh here's a lot of youtubers um come and meet them get signatures from them um but yeah i think the highlight for me was this yeah the size of the artist alley was was massive like compared to the size of everything else in that convention um yeah and that's great to see that you've got um artists still like coming to this fairly small startup convention from the get-go um, that's the kind of start you need to see, really, and it's good to see that. And a nice variety in art sales too. Mm. I didn't like. Um, sometimes you see like one show or like a handful of shows just dominate a lot of artist alley. Oh, but this one I felt like it was very, uh, very wide range of things, and hell, we even found some kunkul. I wish stuff. you know, yeah, no, I was actually just about to say that. Huge shout out to the. The girl who was making cell phone straps of Concole girls, one side with them good and the other side of them uh, with the damage jar. I thought like, cause you, you don't really get to see a whole lot of like Concole stuff at conventions. So it was good to see that. And um, yeah, like you said, just a wide variety of, uh, of different art. That was pretty cool. Speaking of her, I did pick up Prince Logan for you, Logan. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give that to you. And we meet up. Yay. Oh, okay. October. Here it is. It... Um, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm. I thought I found it. There it is. Okay. Sorry. Um, at Aria Tsuki, A R I A T S U K I. I took a picture of her her contact information, and uh, I'll I'll try and put that up at some point because yeah, her her stuff was really pretty cool. I also appreciated that she also purposely did some lesser known uh girls like she did umikaze mm-hmm. which i mean at least scooped up she did like quite a few of the foreign shows. yeah she had iowa and saratoga uh she also had like yeah. a little keys and eye charm which was pretty great yep <laughs> um so yeah a uh, huge shout out to her she was and she was like really really nice so um i bought five of those straps yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that says something and as I told her, it's like of the 12 or so, 12 or 14 that she had there, I think I've married like eight or nine of them in Concordia. <laughs> so it was really hard for me to pick uh, which ones to choose, but I somehow managed. Somehow managed. So, yeah, definitely uh, a lot of stuff to see. And hopefully uh, we'll get more uh, as the years go on. And uh, if, if Crunchyroll decides to continue to pursue this, I would say maybe a bigger venue next time uh san jose has a pretty huge um uh there's plenty of room in that convention center it's just that that's they're sharing with the mag west yeah um it's it, that kind of encroached on some of the area I'm, that i'm just saying though if, they, if they're sharing a lot of you it. know you could get a lot you potentially way more people 
And if that happens, like crowding could be a, a problem at that venue. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would have been nice if we could have just walked from the hotel inside. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but that was for uh, MagWest. Um, but yeah, uh, great convention all around. kind of wish there was 18-plus stuff, but Crunchyroll is not an 18-plus site, so uh, no go on that. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was Crunchyroll Expo. Um, now for the next portion of of this uh, cast, uh, we're going to finally dip into listener questions. Only really two people asked up, but they asked quite a bit, and and we've been forgetting it because we're really horrible podcast people. Um. But before we get into that, I did tell the person that I am kind of stealing internet for that I would do an ad. So brace for this. I really apologize. This is the only time we'll ever do an ad unless we actually get sponsored, which probably will never happen because we're, well, Jeff's really the only one of us who sounds any good. Um, all right. So let's say... I agree. <laughs> thank you. Let's say... <laughs> You're out in town, and someone talks shit about your waifu. Well, the only real recourse is to beat the ever-living fuck out of him and put him in the hospital. But now you're in jail, so what do you do? You should probably call the people at All Pro Bail Bonds, because that's where I'm at. I'm at a fucking bail bond agency. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll bail you out if you live in Seattle, Idaho, or California. If not, I'm covered. best of luck. <laughs> I'm not. No. Uh, but what about when I beat people for making fun of Honica? Uh, Do it in California. No, seriously. Don't uh, find true. yourself in jail. But if you do find yourself in jail, in all seriousness, like I've seen the work these people do. Bail is a really tricky situation, uh, especially since some lawmakers are trying to get it outlawed. Um, but if you're in a state that allows you to get bailed out, uh, it's a decent choice to make. You can make payments and you can go on living your life while you get ready for court and all that shit. You don't have to sit in a jail while some dude twice your size gets ready to, I don't know, do unspeakable things to your lower area. Um, so yeah, all pro bail bonds. This is the first and probably only ad we will ever have on anime arcade <laughs> and we're not even getting paid and we're not for even it. getting paid for it well i get to use the internet for like the, yeah, these, this hour <laughs> it's go. something it's something <laughs> uh we'll consider it a sponsorship um uh okay so if you want to take the first question we got here uh logan while i go wash my mouth sure. out sure sounds good <laughs> <cool. laughs> um okay this first one is from phil uh judo 69 on our discord um, and it's actually two questions, but I'll just say the first part. Um, and of course, it's in the form of a haiku. Yay! Uh, side boob or under, which is your preferred vantage? Discuss in detail. Discuss in detail. <laughs> in detail. All right, well, we're, we're going to, you know, if you guys haven't noticed, they're, they're, Steven and Eric are still here, so you guys are free to, to jump in. <laughs> but, uh, uh, under question mark because that's not something you see all the time and it's kind of interesting yeah i mean they're both great 
Yeah, yeah. It's like you see you see side boob quite a bit in anime, TV, whatever. Yeah, that's true. I guess yeah. Under this Yoko figure on my desk has uh, some nice under boob mm. that I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, under just I, I guess is yeah not as Musashi's uh, not got as some great under boob <laughs> with her bandage, whatever with rat. her bandages. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know how to discuss that in detail. No, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, how much detail? Like, do you want to, me to give you to like the centimeter of what's acceptable? Mm. Or I don't think I can do that, man. I feel like <laughs> we're just gonna get put on lists. I dig it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would go with under probably. But it's like choosing your favorite child. They're both great if you have multiple children. <laughs> <laughs> They're both great out of eight. <laughs> the rest um, of you are trash his, uh, The second part of this first section Is you go back in time To change one thing in your life What would it be and why Oh wow that's hard Yeah um, hard hitters oof, Yeah Like the first one it's like We're all unanimous and now we're all just kind of like sitting Mired in thought um, Hmm if I want to be generous, I would say I meet Carlos a little bit earlier to help him get uh, Iowa. <laughs> Spring events. What? <laughs> Just like it's like weeks earlier almost is what it would have taken. Oh, I know. Fuck. This is super easy. <laughs> Go back and like smack myself and tell me myself to do my homework. I honestly like I, I, I wish I would have done better in school. Like going to the Navy was a great experience and all that stuff, but I I Probably my my whole thing in high school was I didn't think because my family couldn't afford to send me to college that it mattered whether I got good grades or not because I wasn't going to college. And I kind of wish that I had done better in school, which is kind of the cop out like your uncle's answer. But give me a break. I just turned 30. <laughs> See, mine's kind of like the opposite of that. Um, mine's the same with mine. I, I wish that I had probably been less... Uh, I don't want to say try hardy in school. I, I just, I wish I enjoyed myself more during my high school years. Um, mm, mm. I was very by the book, um, follow the rules and all that stuff. So, yeah, I wish I, I wish I didn't try <laughs> as hard <laughs> because honestly, I can't say how much it actually helped me. What? I'm yeah. sure you're in the same position, Logan. I, I'm just yeah, going off of like being in college now. I'm actually really enjoying college, and I'm like, well, what the shit? Maybe it, yeah. it, maybe it's just yeah. a difference in perspective. Uh, what about? I think it's also maturity level too. What about you, Stephen? Going to college when you're later in life. Oh yeah, that's true. <sighs> I'd really dislike being around a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> it's super annoying. Anyway, Stephen, you you're you're one thing that you would change in your whole in your whole life. Um. <laughs> I would say, like, I would, I would love to have got into anime much earlier, oh, okay. because I, I, I only kind of got in kind of around kind of twenty eleven, twenty twelve, so fairly kind of past twenties. So <laughs> I'd, I'd have much liked to have got in earlier, like in the teens, kind of, um, and been able to kind of. It's taken me very long to kind of get into anime and into communities and things like that. Whereas I think. Earlier on, it would have been much easier. Um, so that kind of getting in earlier and being able to have more of a kind of a knowledge and not have to binge watch for like 200 hours a week. 
just to now, just to- <laughs> I I honestly thought your answer was going to be I wish I knew who King was sooner. <laughs> the, the voice actress for Hanamaru. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's that's a that's that's a much better answer than what I thought you were going to do. <laughs> uh all right, uh, I'll, I'll I'll grab this next question. Um, yeah. Do you guys listen to any non-anime related music? If so, you didn't say who it was. What? Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is uh, one of our newest members of the. See, this is why we keep here on Cuba. This is one of our newest members of the the Discord community, Native American, which is a very funny name. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> uh, they ask, uh, do you guys listen to any non-anime related music? If so, what? Uh, love the podcast, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> At least one person does. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, we have a fan. Um, yeah, uh, I guess I'll kick it off. I actually listen to like quite a range of music. Um, I I do love me like I love you know anime type music, but I will also listen to non anime related you know Japanese bands. Uh, my favorite is Baby Metal. Um, I. Without going too far into my past, I, I grew up in a house with my dad, my three uncles, and my grandparents, and they all kind of listened to different things. So my grandparents listened to kind of like, you know, the like Tex-Mex type music, so I'll listen to that sometimes. My dad listens to country, like from the 1970s to the 1990s, so I have a huge affinity for that, which a lot of people are like, uh, country music, well, screw you, I like what I like. Um my deal Johnny, my uncle Johnny, like listened to like '90s gangster rap, and I, I actually do really like that. And my uncle Stevie, who was the one who who introduced me to anime, to fantasy novels, to like video games, and all the things that like I really liked now and you know back then, was into heavy metal. So I love like '90s thrash metal. So it's yeah, very long range. Logan, I I could probably keep going. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, like right now, like my my main kick is like uh, Twenty One Pilots. Mm. Um, I absolutely love that band. I've seen them in concert four or five times now. I can't remember. Um, other than that, like I listen to a very wide range of stuff: uh, EDM, uh, electronic, uh, like bad white rap, <laughs> like uh, um, what's his face, Watsky. Uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, I used to be like a big fan of Eminem. Um, and I have like a, a nostalgia for like early 2000s, mid 2000, like pop, um, hip hop mm. and stuff like that. So that would be the kind of music that I listen to. But uh, yeah, right now, definitely 21 Pilots is the main thing. Nice. What about you guys? Eric? Uh I have like 30 plus gigs of music on my computer. Most of it's not anime. I listen to all kinds of stuff. I think uh, I can't really pin down like a favorite. I'll just list off some names. Uh, Alt-J, Foster the People, Imagine Dragons, Coldplay, Sia, Lord, uh, Switchfoot, who I got to see in concert earlier this year. And that was amazing. That was so, that was so amazing. Uh, uh, Black Keys, uh, she's I don't know Death Cab for Cutie, 
Ooh, nice. Uh, uh, Switchfoot Reliant K is another one that I really like. Uh, yeah, my sister introduced me to Reliant K, and I, uh, I like what I've heard from them. So, I'll, all kinds of stuff. More of the more of the alternative realm of music. Yeah, so for for me, I think anime music takes up most of my listening. Um, nice, but um, I'm like before I even got into anime, I was into Vocaloid, so nice. I still listen to a lot of Vocaloid tracks and kind of see what the latest stuff coming out of like the Comicettes are on those, um, and also quite a few Japanese bands that have kind of dabbled in anime, but I'd kind of got into them prior to that. So like um, Boom Boom Satellites, uh, Bumper Chicken, um, bands that have been around in Japan for quite a while and have kind of had their forays into anime. Um, But other than that, kind of uh, a lot of kind of like British kind of like alternate rock kind of stuff. So um, like two examples, like You, Me, It's Six, uh, and fight star um they're kind of like the bands that i kind of listen to over here um that haven't kind of got a really stateside listening hmm. you have to send some of that our way so we can give it a listen yeah i do i have a lot of like brit alternative rock but definitely more slight quote yeah. mainstream that have come out of there yeah speaking of vocaloid actually i i've been meaning to like i've slowly been trying to get back into into that scene there's a, a website i go to called uh, carrot.jp where i i'll listen to to tracks because they'll come out with you know lists of hey what come out you know at this time at this time at this time um and you can uh listen to it on their website and then it'll link you to the japanese itunes where you can download it yeah um good stuff on from vocaloid yeah i've, uh, I've, I've, okay. I've I never really, I never really heard much Vocaloid until actually when we're riding in the car with Phil. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, and those uh, like Hatsune Miku songs that came up that I really liked, and I never really listened to much of Hatsune Miku, so I might have to look uh, into more. Of me it. and him really like the, uh, what? I can't remember the whole title of it. It's like this is the, mm, it's like this is the peace and happiness committee or something like that. Like it's a it's a like super dystopian song, but it's all like happy and cheerful. <laughs> uh, and like I looked up the lyrics, it was some. It's like uh, essentially you have to be happy or you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like super. It's super dark <laughs> with this super cheery veneer that I just I love it. I love Big Brother Miku songs. There, there's a song like that. Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, I think it's called Bullet. I can't remember the name of the band off the top. Uh, Hollywood Undead. It's very much like that, like just a super depressing like theme and message, <laughs> mm. but like wrapped in a like super catchy and fun <laughs> tune. I'll have to uh, I'll have to link it yeah, afterwards. Sure. Hopefully, I can I can get it on my phone. Um, all right, so next one. Want to grab that one? Sure. Uh, Japanese, this is from Phil again, Japanese schooling, how far off is anime from reality? I, I don't know I, I don't why know you're, you're asking, asking me. None of us have been to Japanese. It is 100% <laughs> real. Yeah. And there yeah. you go. Yeah. If, if, if um, you're imagining every Japanese high school having a girl with, you know, omnipotence, that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, I actually like, 
it's been very interesting. That's like one of the things, like since I've started watching anime that I've kind of been fascinated with is the um, the schooling system that Japan has as compared to American uh, mm-hmm. uh, schooling, just structurally, because they have they have like the one homeroom and then they like the teacher know, moves around to yeah. a bunch of different classes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas we have just different classrooms for every subject and everyone has yeah. to go everywhere. There, um, there definitely seem so like yeah, there are merits to both systems. Um, but it would be interesting to, to have been in that kind of school environment hmm. where the kids are, are the janitors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Hey, hey, you guys have anything to add? <laughs> you got, have you guys been to Japanese school? Um, I've never been to a Japanese school. I just quickly Google searched uh, realistic portrayals of anime, uh, of school in anime, and I found an article that lists Silent Voice, Kaon, and Real Life. Take that as you will, <laughs> if explanations about okay. each of them. I mean, yeah, I think, I unless it's like some sort of like fantasy or sci-fi kind of, you know, weird anime, I'm sure that most of it for the most part is uh fairly accurate so at least it would seem so to me um i think the i I would think the stuff that you see over and over and over again probably is the stuff that has the basis in reality yeah 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 for sure yeah steven you you've been to japan but i i'm fairly certain you didn't go around any high schools no i, I was <laughs> no <laughs> thank you for confirming I, I, I would say just the bit about um like their cleaning of the schools i've definitely walked past schools in japan where you can uh-huh. see all of the pupils cleaning after school um, oh, okay. so that bit is definitely 100 percent true very cool uh okay so uh next one um phil says uh who would win in a fight the high school version of you or your current self this is an odd question phil (laughs) um (laughs) go for Um, it (laughs) probably probably the high school version of myself i'm just tired (laughs) now i probably wouldn't (laughs) fight (laughs) beat down by life um i'm gonna go ahead and say the current me like the high school version of myself probably had more energy, but I, I mean, not to really toot my own horn or, or anything. And it's been years, but I am trained to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was in the military, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd take I'd take that little shit any day. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> accurate description. What about you, Stephen? Um. Oh, I don't know. It, it, I think my high school version might take me. Uh, <laughs> um, I think he was much more cocky as shit than I am. So, <laughs> uh, well, that's that's uh, teenagers for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any world that would exist where we would fight. <laughs> I'd probably just play video games with them. <laughs> Uh, as someone who, like, after I moved to Oregon, I never really had, like, a close friend. Uh, I probably would just, like, play games or something. Uh, my, my past or yeah, future but who self. Yeah, win in the game? Yeah, who, yeah. Uh, there you go. Uh, 
depends who would on the win game. at league if it was a console <laughs> game if it was a console game uh past me would win hands down uh you're you're one v yeah, one league. league uh current me would win easily. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, that was kind of a fun question. Well, well done, Phil. <laughs> okay, and then this uh, we have our last question here from uh, Native American again. Um, if each of you were going to cosplay at some arbitrary convention, who slash what would you cosplay as, and why? Um, I we actually were thinking about this at, at Crunchy uh, Expo. Um, I actually said I wouldn't mind, and I, I might try and make this happen next year. Um. Trying to make like you know how, uh, you could like people like I guess like gender swap characters for cosplay purposes. I wouldn't mind trying that for Kankole, like trying to make instead of like a you know a girl school uniform, just get like a guy school uniform and try and like just get the rigging for I don't know Shigure or something like that. And just like or I, I guess I wear glasses, so maybe try and do some kind of like. Kirishima or Kirishima, Kirishima, yeah, Kirishima. That's who I was going for. Um, had to confirm <laughs> with myself. Uh, something like that would be kind of fun. I actually talked with about that with my uh, mom and sister when I got back, hmm. Carlos. So if you do want to do that, like they said, they'll help <laughs> me with it. If we want to like plan it Very out, cool. because I'm I'd be all in and doing a gender swap version of Kawakaze. Other than that, though, the easiest thing, and I, I thought about doing this for, for Crunchyroll Expo, but I'll probably do it next year because it just seems so incredibly easy. Um, backpack, uh, motorcycle helmet, frying pan, PUBG. That, that's <laughs> a PUBG cosplay <laughs> all the way. And I, I can yeah. do it because I have, I have a, a backpack um, that looks like a level three backpack in the game. Yeah, it does. Uh, and... Uh, frying pans are relatively inexpensive and I... well you would probably have to get like a or make a fake frying pan oh yeah because they probably wouldn't let me just bring in a caster and iron pan, or a frying <laughs> pan yeah i could i could probably kill somebody yeah. with that um either way and then yeah. like maybe get aluminum one painted yeah. black there you go so yeah those are the those are the, my my two brilliant ideas <laughs> um for me, like, you know, being a Teitoku <laughs> would be fun, I think. Um, we did but, see one of those at the convention. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like he it a, would be he had an Admiral outfit, an easy... And he had, like, a bunch of chibi, like, the Akatsuki girls, like, plushies uh-huh. on his, like, in mm-hmm. a uh, sash. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the other one that I could probably pull off uh, would be uh, Popo from... Uh, Anohana. Oh yeah, the, the uh, kind of the bigger uh, childhood friend who wears the Hawaiian <laughs> shirt and the shorts and stuff like that. So it's fun and easy. I feel like that would be a pretty easy and fun one to do. Hmm. Uh, Stephen, um, I I think for me, <laughs> I I thought about it in the past and was like one of the ones that would suit me most is probably. Uh, any of the characters from uh, the rugby anime, All Out. <laughs> ah! <laughs> because really easy, and I'm built for it. So, um, uh, And you like the, rugby. Yeah. Um, but then I, I, I was thinking that the kind of like, I'd love to do one is like uh, Kazuma from Konosuba. Um, mm. I'd, I'd love oh, to do that, that one. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> 
It'd be even better if you could convince, you know, three girls to come with you as, as Aqua Megamine and Darkness. Oh, God, that'd be three. That's really asking a lot of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there are... No, I'm not going to say that. That's terrible. <laughs> I was going to say, there are mail order brides. You could just, like, order them and be like, all right, I'm not going to marry you, but can you come to this, like, convention with me dressed as this girl? And then you guys can, I don't know, fuck off or something. <laughs> Um, <laughs> or stay, or, st- or stay, or st- yeah, whatever. Um, and and what if you give me a pair of panties to wave around like a maniac, <laughs> and then and then they all just leave, yeah, immediately. <laughs> that, that is the moment. <sighs> so uh, so yeah, there you go. Thanks uh, thanks for the question, guys, and sorry it's taking us a damn long to get to them. And uh, please keep asking more because people just kind of stopped, and I'm like, oh, that's probably because we aren't answering them. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so that's it. Um, go away. I know. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> wow. That was aggressive. <laughs> Please don't go. Uh, our, our, we are the, uh, anime arcade podcast. You can find us on animearcade.net. You can find us on Twitter, uh, at anime underscore arcade, facebook.com slash anime arcade or Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Uh, or you can email us at mail.animearcade at gmail.com and no one's been emailing us. Like, I don't get any alerts for that anymore. I'm kind of no. sad. Um, <laughs> we're uh, dead podcast. Is over yeah, we're, we're dead. I see it. Oh, yeah. And one other thing, like, I'm really sorry. I There's been, like, no content. Like, I there was supposed to be a review out last Wednesday and I have this really, like, this article I'm really interested in writing. But, again, I'm moving and no internet, which means there probably isn't going to be anything for a bit. So really, really, really sorry uh, if you are one of the like two people who like to read my writing. Um, yeah, but that's it. Uh, please keep sending us in questions, and we'll try and figure out what the hell we're doing in two weeks. <laughs> well, something. Something will happen. Yeah, something. Okay, well, until next time then. Peace. Take it easy. See ya. Bye. Oh, the lights turned back on. <laughs> That's weird. And creepy. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, it's scaring me. We need to finish this. <laughs>